I'll do the Mad Lib first. We can do the Mad Lib first. So, do you guys want to hear what you what you were supposed to have said and how off you will be? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I like breaking Mad Libs. <laughs> so, this is uh, what you should have said. Remember, remember the fifth of November, <laughs> gunpowder, treason, and plot. I see no reason why gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Guy Fox, Guy Fox, twas his intent to blow up the king and the parliament. Three score barrels of powder below, poor old England to overthrow. By God's providence, he was catched with a dark lantern and burning match. Holler boys, holler boys, let the bells ring. Holler boys, holler boys, God save the king. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to see how we messed that up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And you said, oh, God. Remember, remember the Thursday, April twenty-two at two a.m. <laughs> oh, I do. Puppies, shivs, and churches. <laughs> I see no reason why cool Legos should ever be power washed. <laughs> Don't power wash your Legos. <laughs> Guy Fox, Guy Fox, twas his intent to sleepwalk up the tree and the toenail. <laughs> 17 score barrels of plasma below poor old England to overthrow by nucleus's providence. He was ran with a dark printer ink cartridge and burning painkillers. I mean, sounds like the kinds of things you'd want for a revolution. Holler boys, holler boys. Let the brave little toaster punch. Holler boys, holler boys, condenser mic, pontificate the king. Wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, st- nope, still don't regret it. Glad we've got pontificate in there. Oh, uh, boy. Well, you guys uh, got negative points because you didn't rhyme. <laughs> not, 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 nothing rhymed. You, you just killed all the rhymes. Um, I also love sentences that just, like, they feel like they ran into a wall. Like when you just end over like toenail. (laughs) 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 He climbed trees and toenail. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Well, yeah. So this past week was um, the 5th of November. Um, And so here at Small Constellation Podcast, where we talk about video games, we're going to take a movie from a real event thing and turn it into video games. Yeah. Are we doing another Mad Lib? <laughs> um, no. Did was I supposed to have two? <laughs> no, it just no. felt like it just oh. we just ran into another Mad Lib. Brandon wall. toenailed the joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So yeah, do you guys like that movie? Uh, I think I've seen it there? once. Yeah. yeah, I like it. It's I mean, a fun I, movie. I like it. I like the comic or the graphic novel it's based on. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. 
I need to reread now, that. Now the it's been a while. the there there actually was an event like the uh, gunpowder um, plot, right? Yeah, it's yes. really weird that they celebrate religious terrorism for Catholicism in Great Britain. I, see, that's the thing. It's like I know very little about any of the original basis for. Well, I I actually really like it the idea because in essence they're like really we we don't disagree with your intent just your motives like yeah screw the parliament and the king but uh you too for being catholic <laughs> yeah well I can't... so oh go ahead um, i was gonna say i can't remember where i learned this i think it was probably from like some professor in undergrad but um he mentioned, you know, like, you know, had Guy Fawkes been successful, he probably would have, you know, instituted a worse government than what he was trying to overthrow. Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting that that's used as the inspiration for a anti-fascist uh, comic book. I just remember Natalie Portman, sh- Portman shaving her head. <laughs> I just remember lots of clever dialogue involving the letter V. <laughs> that's not, I mean, I'll be honest, that's the, just what stands out about the movie the most in my memory is just that the writing was pretty snappy and it had some of the, that was the Wachowski siblings directed that, didn't they? Or do I have that wrong? Uh, no, I think. Oh, I don't okay. remember who Maybe did. Maybe I had that totally wrong. Uh, James McTeague. Okay. It was screenplay by the Wachowskis, though. Ah, I just think that Guy Fawkes is a direct descendant of, or the other way around, they are kin uh, to uh, uh, Miss Frizzle. (laughs) Because (laughs) of all the clever wordplay. (laughs) Not the magical adventures taken through time and space via, I guess, knives being thrown into everybody. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that, that movie does use an obscene amount of bullet time and slow-mo. <laughs> but I'm not mad because well, I like it. Um... Let's take a trip to the inside of your body with a <laughs> knife! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, welcome to Small Constellation Podcast, the podcast uh, brought about video games. Um... This is your host, Peaches Brittany. We've got Nick, Tyler, Evan, and Jared. Um, yeah, so Evan, you were going to bring this around back around to video games. Yes, that's that's my responsibility today. Usually I'm the one getting us off that. Um, so yeah, we're it's a it's a it's a modified desert island. Um, but instead of being stuck on a desert island, you have to pick um, three video game characters with which you will lead a revolution. Um, now, of course, your stipulations are as a no, no, well, you can choose characters with godlike abilities, but they cannot use their godlike abilities. Um, so, you know, you might want to pick someone who's, cl- who's clever or, or, or very eloquent, um, cause you can't just, you know, have someone wave a hand and say, we're in charge now. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's really my only stipulation to keep it fair. Um. So yeah, who who what three characters would you pick to to lead a revolt? Well, the first one I'm thinking would be like um, you know, I think uh like the Green Arrow would be a good one, especially the TV show version one cuz I'm just thinking of all the stealth he does and all the the 
um, you know, traps. You know, he's really smart, and so he uses his smarts instead of, you know, to to get his enemies into spots that he doesn't want them or that they don't want to be. That brings up a good question of what kind of revolution are you leading? Are you doing one where you are being stealthy and trying to overthrow things in the shadows? Or are you going to lead a a whole mass of people to rise up (laughs) against the powers that be like, so then you would want like a charismatic leader like Marcus. Yeah. I was going to say, which way did you go in Detroit? Um, Mostly overt there, didn't you? Well, you could go pretty violent and like start oh, trashing okay. things, mm, yeah. but I went with the charismatic Marcus who tried to get public opinion on his side and stuff. So that was kind of my first thought was Marcus because he, if you picked him charismatically, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, someone who can woo the public opinion onto your side. And see, that's like that actually kind of fits in pretty nicely with one of the first characters that popped into my mind, which was Corvo Otano from the uh, the Dishonored games, where Ooh, that's a good choice. it's kind of like like you were just saying, it's like it, it would leave a lot up to you as a person, at least if we're going by kind of how he operates in the game logic. Like you could go either the low chaos route or the high chaos route. Like is he an unseen agent in the shadows kind of carefully working to manipulate your opponents out of power or is he like basically re- like leading a revolt through the streets like with fed up workers and like upending the existing order at the violent end of a bloody sword <laughs> like i mean it's kind of like he could he could go either route so i think uh i'd want him on my side in a revolution for sure one less assassin to worry about at least <laughs> true um i know that i'm out of turn but my second character would be <laughs> I just thought of one. Um, my second character would be the Joker from Persona 5 because I can just have him go into the metaverse and cha- give them a change of heart. And then we don't even have to worry about overthrowing anything because the the person that's being overthrown would either either change his ways or, or resign. So it'd be great. Okay. Yep. Never underestimate the power of friendship and changing <laughs> a person's mind. <laughs> right. Uh, well, mine... It feels like an obvious choice, but I will explain why. I'm I'm picking this person for unobvious things, but my first choice would be Ezio, specifically from, um, oh my god, what's that? I'm blanking on it. Uh, Revelations, Assassin's oh, Creed okay. Revelations. Yeah, yeah. Because he's older. Um, he's already you know he by that point in the game he successfully rebuilt, like he basically brought the assassins back from like almost the brink of extinction in Rome. Um, and now like his successful brotherhood there, then he goes to Constantinople and does the same thing, um, which is now Istanbul, by the way, there's a song about that in case you don't know these things. <laughs> um, um, but he's, he's just very, he's a good leader. He's very eloquent. There's a, there's a few times throughout all three games where he gives some very good public speeches. And I'm like, whoever wrote this needs to, get a raise or something um wasn't one of the assassin's creed games set during the french revolution was that unity uh, uh, yeah. yes okay yes. i was curious unity. about it. yeah they've done a couple unity was set during the french revolution and then assassin's creed 3 was during the american revolution 
That's right. Yeah, yeah. And technically, the plot of AC Origins is to overthrow the Egyptian government. True. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to say, I'm going to also go out of order because I feel like at this point, like Ubisoft really deserves like a shout out as being the company that is like the master of games focused on revolutions. Because oh. I feel like in yeah. pretty much every Ubisoft game, you're either inciting a revolution or like overthrowing a dictator or a tyrant or something. Like I was I, like, that's that was the second thing that came into my mind as I was thinking like, okay, uh, so which Far Cry character am I picking for this list? <laughs> like, because one of them needs to be on there and i think i'm just gonna go with cheeseburger because you know what damn it if i'm leading a revolution i'm gonna have the giant bear by my side <laughs> wait which one which one's cheeseburger from uh five he's from five so remember remember the fifth of far cry <laughs> uh, nick have you said one yet not yet and i i think for a revolution you need a really good causes belly so uh a good what ca- causes belly what is that you know is cause that... of war oh, oh okay okay you could have just said that i, was I did say that uh, i, I kind of thought that meant uh like good or like just cause or like a good no, cause that's, and like, so I was he's like, just... gonna cause a spelly duh <laughs> uh, though like the just act of war is like jews ad bellium or something oh, okay bellum i don't know I don't remember. But, It'll uh, come up in the next John Wick movie, I'm sure. Yeah. Causes Belly is uh, just Latin for occasion of war. but uh, like That's the, a dead language. An yeah, act no one or situation provoking or justifying war. So my <laughs> character is uh, Tommy Versetti. Like the American government, we need someone with lots of drugs and money as a reason <laughs> to invade. So uh, yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> I need someone to supply that for me. So I I have a reason. Wow. <laughs> see, see, Nick is the most prepared to actually incite a revolution here, and we're over here with like I, I'm I'm over here with my like eldritch assassin and my giant bear. So. Uh... <laughs> I mean, my next thought was okay. I've got the charismatic leader out front in the public eye. But I immediately went to the same thing that Evan did with I need someone in the shadows. So since I just played Origins, my thought was Bayek from AC Origins since he has the experience of overthrowing governments. Um, And so even though he's not as... I usually didn't play him as stealthy as Ezio in those, but I still need someone in the shadows. And he basically created the Origin, the Assassin's Brotherhood, so... He's my behind-the-scenes guy. There you go. And I need some muscle, so my third is probably Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kratos. Uh, my second, because after Nick, the Nick, reason... you can't, you can't say, you can't make any sentences now for the rest of this podcast without teaching me a new word. Without teaching you a new word. Uh, yeah. So you've already, we've already, I've already learned pontificate and. Causes belly. Now you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep going. Oh God! <laughs> it won't be hard. I promise you. <laughs> use a letter. Well, use a word because you know <laughs> words that are made of letters. I'm telling you, this will be really easy. Um, uh, all right, all right, okay. So, uh, 
I guess to fit the theme, like we have our cause of war, now we need to have our parabellum, the four. Isn't that war. in your brain? No, that's the cerebellum. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so we need a our four war, and a fitting uh, parabellum here would be Ratchet and Clank, someone with lots of weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and they're fun ones too. You don't necessarily kill people; you just turn them into sheep. You know, I kind of think just maybe kill me instead, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I guess well, it depends on luckily, how temporary life as a sheep would be. Luckily for you, the upgraded version of that gun turns you into a black sheep that explodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, sure. Give, give me that one, I guess. Uh, I think my second pick, so since I've got a good leader, and I guess Ezio can also like double as my like assassin person, so like if I you know need someone taken out, he's got that covered. Um so I guess I would pick Spider-Man from the game um, because he's good. He's good at tech, so got that part covered. But also he's very like his whole thing in the larger context of Marvel is that he's like the hero that always makes the good the good moral decision, um, even if it comes at a great personal cost. So. I think it's good to have someone like that on your team, you know, just in case you get a little, you, you start drinking your own Kool-Aid a little too hard. Um, and then also he can also serve as like, you know, if I need to make a public spectacle, you can, you can do that. All right, I'm, I'm really sorry, guys, but I need to uh, finish out my, my third here. Cause I just realized something Uh oh. after all of this, what we need is Pox per bellum peace through war and the only true lasting peace is I need Gandhi from civilization I love how it's specifically from civilization yeah, isn't it like civilization 3 where he's like a homicidal maniac it, it, no it started with one as a glitch oh. where uh, basically every turn they were supposed to have like a, a modifier that increases for their like warlust after they discover nukes. Well, Gandhi, they thought it was appropriate to have his lower, and by the time it got to that technical technological stage, they had a stack underflow error. So he became the most warmongering person <laughs> in the game, and they just thought it was funny. So it became a feature for all all civs after. I thought they took it out after one point, but maybe it's still in there. So yeah, uh, we need our peace through war, and it needs to be achieved by nuclear annihilation. <laughs> and when you just need to fuck shit up, call God. Dang, I'm jealous. I wish I'd thought of that. One. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a third, and realizing that my first pick was probably terrible. I, uh, see, I, I think I'll, I'll go ahead and throw one out. I may revise it at a later date, uh, but for our purposes here, I'm gonna go with Phoenix Wright and. Hear me out on this. So my thought process is, you know, I've got, I've got, I've got the muscle uh, with cheeseburger. I've got the unseen agent operating in the shadows. With and Colorado. now you have the lawyer to defend me from all the war crimes I just committed. That exactly. I was like, yep, I'm gonna need a really good lawyer to absolve me of everything <laughs> that I've done to achieve this revolution. So, yep, you got it. Jared and Brandon, what you got? I'm done. Did you do three? Oh. I had Bayek, Kratos, and um, 
Marcus. Oh yeah, Brandon. Who's your third? Um, I'm <laughs> one of the solid snakes. No. Oh, oh, oh! If we're going to, if we need, if we need a lawyer, if we all need a good lawyer, then and I'm lawyering, lawyering her up. I'm going to lawyer up with L Woods. She's not oh. a video game character. I, you oh. didn't say <laughs> video game character. I did too say it. Oh well. Yeah, he was supposed to bring us back to video games. Come on. <laughs> it's literally on tape. Run it back. <laughs> I see what my problem is that I'm realizing that um I would have to the only way that I could have there there's so there's two there's two scenarios in which um me and the green arrow from Again, this is I guess this is not for video games, so I can't even do that. I, he's, he's an injustice. You can use injustice. Okay, there yeah, we go. He's an injustice. There is a there but is the a legally to... blonde video game in development for Android <laughs> and iOS. Oh my God. Um, so, but I mean, literally, the only reason that there's two reasons why the Green Arrow would work with you is one, you are pairing up with him, and not the other way around. You're following him around and because he's going to do whatever he wants to do, whether or not that aligns with what you do. And so if you have a way of making him align to your wills, that's blackmail. He's probably going to kill you in the end anyway. So I really don't like Green Arrow being on my team after all. But I'll go ahead and stick with uh, <laughs> um, Legally Blonde because um, there is a video game of it. Apparently. <laughs> um, no, but I was thinking of like, Sonic the Hedgehog would be a really good um, distraction, like you know, run distraction. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Um. So then I don't know who my third would be. I'm still thinking. It will sit here in in silence until I figure it out. <laughs> okay. Well, while you're thinking, I'll say my third. So since I've got a good leader and I've got someone who's you know kind of, I guess, like the moral compass, I think I do need someone who's morally gray and will just do whatever needs to be done. Um, and so I choose, I'll, I'll say Cole McGrath from Infamous 2 is my third, but specifically mm. evil ending Cole, so that he also has the powers of the beast and can make, you know, not trying to get into a violent confrontation, but if push comes to shove and we gotta, you know, Nuck if you buck, <laughs> just just power up my army. Like here, you all have superpowers. Go. I just imagine like Etsy's like, oh, I got this. Let me do this in the shadows, and then Cole's like, nope, we're just gonna go in guns blazing. <laughs> I'm just gonna transform like thirty feet high and step on them. <laughs> Problem solved. Must kill. <laughs> Did we lose Brandon? We lost Brandon. Only, oh wait, no, we did actually just straight up lose Brandon. <laughs> Shit. His back sees and he knocked over <laughs> his off. computer. He's, he's off leading a revolution. <laughs> his, his, his back has foiled the revolution. <laughs> Man, he should have picked a chiropractor for his third. <laughs> <laughs> Someone with healing. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. Like, yeah, I kind of now I kind of wish I'd pick somebody that could like heal my entire army or whatever. I need a medic. 
<laughs> Medic. <laughs> you see, you only picked three characters. I picked a fourth and started assassinating you one by one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pick Kratos though, Jared? Is that, yeah, I... Wait, did, did Jared say Kratos or did Brandon say Kratos? Oh no, Jared. I did. No, Jared did. So much for not picking anyone with godlike power. <laughs> hey, we said he can't use them, but he's still oh, super yeah. strong. Fair enough, fair enough. And he's seen some shit, so <laughs> he shit. he don't care. Um, I think I decided my third since, you know, to actually have a real, my third and only video game character, (laughs) um, would be Riku from Kingdom Hearts. Oh. Um, I say this because, uh, he is kind of that morally gray character as well. Um, and literally turned to darkness to try to, you know, um, I don't know what you want to call it, but. Yeah, um, basically he and his best friend were fighting over the main chick, <laughs> and uh, when he realized it wasn't going to happen, um, he turned to darkness to find her. Basically, any means necessary to the ends justify the means is basically what his whole character is about. That seems to be a pretty common thread out of some of our characters <laughs> yeah. doing what it takes. Although, alternatively, Brandon, we assigned you Nurse Joy from Pokemon. Because <laughs> you need a team medic in case uh, your back seizes up on you or something. I'm fine. That could be... Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, by the way, audience, um, Jared and I are no longer friends. <laughs> um, on an unrelated you, note. What was if, the... you want to, if you want to know why, go watch our most recent uh, YouTube video. <laughs> Did you post um, that on YouTube? I, I know you were streaming when it happened. No, that was a different game. That was us recording for YouTube, not for streaming. Oh, there's been so many times where we're not friends anymore. I couldn't remember. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, I was clearly thinking of another one as well. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I was going back to the dolphin Gosh. incident. <laughs> Man, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> but uh, no. Um, yes, we were Jared here. Jared got the achievement called Worst Friends Forever. Uh <laughs> And so I just decided that was that was it. That was, you know, hands my hands are tied, you know. Why do I feel like Jared's approaching a stack overflow error for his friendship levels here? <laughs> Jared has activated nuclear weaponry. <laughs> so wait, if he um, if he does that is he is he going to become like extremely extroverted and just befriend everyone he meets? No, I'm just going to drop nukes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess that technically is three characters. Sonic. Uh, now I don't have any muscle. Um, <laughs> well, I guess Riku is kind of muscly. You're the way. muscle, Brandon. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I was trying to get back just, in your good graces. Oh, here. oh, oh! I see. Wow. Uh, try, try, <laughs> no, try, just go with the nuke. <laughs> try harder. Oh. It already is. Uh, <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> I'm just going to let that sit there. Just... Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got nope. super uncomfortable. Nope. Um, nope. Flush it. Get it away. I've been... I've been uh, anytime that my wife gets uh, 
excited about like you know anticipation anticipating something um i always i do what you did to us that one time jared and i go the antissa <laughs> and she hates it <laughs> <laughs> halloween was last week you can't do rocky horror stuff anymore is that what that's from mm-hmm. yeah oh I've never there was seen a it. like a twitter account that they did the that joke so they did Antissa, and then like seven years later, they finished the joke. <laughs> That's glorious. Um, are you guys Christmas and November people? I have already listened to Christmas music. <laughs> uh, normally I'm not, but since the start of this whole Ponda replay, I am. <laughs> um, what, just listen to what you want because you can? Yeah, because I need a hit of serotonin, and I'm gonna get it however I get it, <laughs> and it's other, <laughs> it's Christmas music or drugs, and drugs cost money. Christmas music is my anti-drug. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know. Most of the time, I feel like I need drugs because of the Christmas music at a certain <laughs> point. So, <laughs> uh, so that's why. Yeah, no, I usually put it off for a little while. I do enjoy. I enjoy the Christmas season, but I'm content for it to stay in December at least. My thing is that people spend so much time hyping up Christmas from November one to December twenty fifth that you know that's in winter winter starts four days before christmas (laughs) you've got you know 86 more days of cold weather where you're just gonna sit there and complain because you used it all in november (laughs) well so i'm gonna sit there i'm gonna sit on my warm weather and as long as i can Mm -hmm. and then that way i can enjoy winter better Plus, if you start Christmas like November one, no, December twenty six feels like you just fell off a cliff. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, wow, well, we did all this, and now I'm just dead inside. Plus, you know, I, I really, I'm starting to feel like, you know, we've got, we've got, I, I, I'm okay with all of October being dedicated to Halloween, and then we've got November, and I feel like it's a really a missed opportunity. I think we need more Thanksgiving music and uh, <laughs> festivities leading up to uh, Thanksgiving. So, uh, yeah, uh, turkey, turkey call music. Yeah. Yep, just yeah. that's what I'm going to start listening to. I mean, yeah, like you go from. Halloween, which has, you know, costumes and movies and all this other stuff. And then Thanksgiving is just like, well, you're going to, you know, hang out with relatives you don't like for one day and eat a lot of food. <laughs> and then Christmas, which is a whole production. So, like, Thanksgiving needs to step up its game because there just aren't a whole lot of good Thanksgiving memes and things out there. Like, um, We just need to grow fat from strength. <laughs> and that should be the theme for the entire <laughs> month. All of November. Destiny. Um, so, uh, Tyler, I don't know if this is going to, to, to scratch your itch well enough or not, um, because it's technically chicken and not turkey. When I say technically, I mean, it is chicken and not turkey. Um, I don't know. You're losing me already. There is a chicken yodeler named Takeo Ishii. Okay, you've got me back. <laughs> what? A chicken yodeler. Like, he yodels and, like, 
chicken squawks at the same time. Like it's it's fantastic. Uh, look up the new BB Handle on YouTube. Um, it's it's in my uh, it's in my Spotify playlist. Like it is fan- it is an absolutely fantastic song. Um, he yodels the BB Handle, which is like a a song that he sings about his chickens. Oh um God. it's it's fantastic there's another one where uh it's like chicken attack that he has apparently he has a whole he has a whole album called the chicken and the egg it was only released like three years ago <laughs> um but uh he talks about um basically he's saving uh some home invaders or well he's saving he's saving the home inhabitants from home invaders with chickens it's it's pretty fantastic <laughs> All right. Well, I'll have to I'll have to give it a look and uh, see if it meets my rigorous uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> holiday music standards. <laughs> I mean, you know, nothing's going to top the "You Name It" challenge, but I will give it a try. I don't even know what that is. Really? How? Like, I mean, I guess um, unless you like really were around when it first popped up, it's um, it's a it's oh, I'm trying to remember like try to figure out how to best explain it so there's a there's a gospel singer her name is shirley caesar um and there's a song that she does where like it she kind of like pause or it slows down and she starts like telling a story in the middle of the song um and basically the song is like the, the 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 story is this farmer um you know showing this man this stranger who comes upon his farm like all the 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 bounty of his farm he says you know everything that god's given me on this farm and she starts naming off have beans greens potatoes tomatoes lambs right she starts naming off a bunch of stuff and so someone on the internet i think his name is uh swayed the remix god is that the guy with the uh mannequin head that does dances uh no not that guy um oh he just but, used that song. Yeah, he for... used that song, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Suede the Remix God takes this audio and just remixes it into a whole like little, it's like a two-minute clip, um, but it's it's got like a nice nice beat to it. It's really like, it's really easy to dance to it. And then he sets it to random clips of people dancing from the internet. Um, it was like a big meme in like 2017, I want to say. Um, but it's like the only legit like Thanksgiving meme that consistently pops up every year. Um, I'll put it in the group chat, but yeah, it's one of my favorite memes of all time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I started listening to the video again. Oh, God. Your chicken. Uh, <laughs> it's a, the the second one I posted here in the in the in the in the chat here. The second one I posted, um, I think the first one isn't actually the video, but it, it leads to it. But the second one is is the chicken attack song. And it's it, it's actually a music video, and he's like facing ninjas. It's 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 a it's a piece. It is definitely a piece. <laughs> oh man, um, Nick, uh, you haven't told me a new word in a while. Teach me something new. Oh god. Um, I I don't know what would be new. That that's a very hard hard thing to do off the top of my head. <laughs> Defenestration. Do you know what that word? <laughs> yeah, means? I love that word. <laughs> I actually, I actually know that one. And if you, say, if, you pair, if you pair it with the word Califigian, it's really funny because you're throwing all the people that have uh, good-looking buttocks out the window. <laughs> well, I had not heard that, so now you're teaching me something new. <laughs> that counts, then, right? <laughs> Learning is still occurring. 
The more you um, know. So one question I had was, what about someone who, you know, like video game characters that you would bring in to, like, mediate or um, end, you know, like, peacefully end a crisis? <laughs> you know, Birdo seems like a real good enemy between the Bowser and Toadstool Kingdom conflict. Isn't Birdo a bad guy in some of them, though? In 2, which is a weird like ROM hack of some dream game. Well, honestly, okay, isn't okay, that where so Birdo what, is what is Birdo? Though? I thought, I thought that Birdo yeah, thought... is uh, gotta be related to Yoshi in some way. Nope. See, that's the thing. I, I, my understanding was that it was just a random enemy that happened to be in Super Mario Brothers Two or the game that, like you said, they basically just repurposed into being Super Mario Brothers Two. Like it was kind of like they had this game already built, and then they just Actually, basically it... repurposed it as Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, uh, I forget what the original game was called, but Birdo yeah. was an enemy in that game that they just like renamed and mm-hmm. it's like, here's this character we called it Birdo. It spits eggs at you. <laughs> <laughs> but which came first, the Birdo or the Revolution? Well, I mean, probably the revolution because Birdo wasn't there, but Bowser was, and Bowser pretty much is the worst revolutionary of all time. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of moving away from a peaceful resolution, aren't we? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think who would be a good like. Actually, wouldn't Birdo be the first trans video game character? <laughs> uh, is Birdo not just hasn't Birdo just been? I, I I don't want to assume Birdo's gender. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Everyone's like Birdo's a a female, but the book clearly states that Birdo is a male that lays oh. eggs. Okay, well, and I'm pretty sure it's a uh, translation issue. Well, maybe maybe Birdo was reanimated from uh the you know amber and they gave it some um uh amphibian dna and so it can just change its gender at will birdo's hermaphroditic (laughs) yeah that just think of that think of a think of a jurassic park mashup with birdo well i mean wouldn't be the (laughs) the first bird species to be able to do that no, didn't they just say that like uh, some condors in California asexually reproduced? I yeah. heard that. Yeah, I never read it any further, but I was just like, "Well, okay, nature is metal." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know birds could do that. I'd only heard it in like reptiles and fish. Yeah. Hmm. And then you have ducks that can delay pregnancy for like seven years if they want to. Weirdos. Yes. Mm, yeah, I can't think of a good peacekeeper. Like, I guess it would depend on if I won, because <laughs> then I would just do it. 
Kratos. The answer is always Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not the way you play it, because the answer to Kratos would be just mash, mashing square for forever. <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> square different. Until the defin- problem is stops moving. There's different definitions to peacekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> I think the. The true answer here is uh, the best peacekeeper would be whatever uh, my generic RPG character is that I always play in my games the first time through, who goes around <laughs> solving every problem and like re- like reuniting every lost cat with their owner, and uh, at the same time, you know, like building a kingdom. So uh, RPGs do. I choose that guy a lot. <laughs> Oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. There's my answer because he's playable oh. in several games. Um, 10-year-old Ash Ketchum is a really good peacekeeper too because in, in the video games, you're always in the right place at the right time and they're like, help me, help me. I'm a grown adult but can't do anything. Please have this 10-year-old take his Pokemans to, <laughs> to, to solve my problems for me. Right. Oh, God. Um, yeah. He's much more resourceful than movie Ash, who gets everything or than everything handed to him, or he he dies and makes people cry, and that solves the problem. Hey, that was that was a really gut wrenching scene for me. Um, oh, I, I mean, yeah, nine year old me was crying real thug tears, but also <laughs> you weren't nine when that movie came out. Ten, it came out. It came out in ninety nine. I'm confused because I would have been nine when the movie came out too. I, I'm I'm still my I can't math today. No, you I can't. Cannot. I can't math today. <laughs> I still think you were ten when that movie came out, but I, <laughs> I mean that's the year I turned ten. But at the time it came out, okay, it came out the summer, so I was nine still. Okay, okay. So then, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Math makes sense. On the next it episode, we'll else. give please, both please of the, their out. social security numbers so you can <laughs> start applying for credit cards in their name. Oh, okay. Oh, um, my mother's maiden name is uh, Etna. My I, first I will, car. I will teach you something as the sign off. <laughs> okay. Did, um. Yeah, so uh, this guy over here is old and can't sit in, uh, cannot currently sit in office chairs um, for very long. So uh, we're going to give you a slightly shortened episode this week. Um, Thanks for joining us. Um, Jared hit us with the normal socials. 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 (laughs) We're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Search Small Constellation. You'll find us. Fantastic. Um, I have started doing something myself. Um, I'm going to try to start streaming on Twitch. Um, just look up Peaches Brittany on Twitch. Um, right now, I'm going to be, I'll be, um, I have decided I will be doing 6 to 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. Uh, that would be central time, I guess. Um, as I get more viewers or decide I like to do this more, I might extend the hours or add like a Friday or Saturday or something. Um, yeah, come watch. It would be really cool to show you how bad at video games I am. <laughs> um, I plan on using this time to get through my backlog of video games. So once a week, I'll play a game that I have always been wanting to play and never really got around to it. So watch me play all the games that I should have played a long time ago. <laughs> or watch Jared piss him off and smite. <laughs> I that I will say I will apologize for that. 
um, you did. It did make me upset. Um, but I'm on a short fuse right now because of said back pains. Um, so I do apologize about that. <laughs> but when you give away my favorite character to someone else thinking it was me. <laughs> yeah, that's my um, favorite part is it wasn't even like intentional. Like he straight up <laughs> thought it was you. <laughs> I'll have to go back oh, and yeah. watch the if the video is still up. Yeah. Because yeah. I want I wonder if that guy's name even popped up by the time I hit accept because I was like Anubis, boom, switch, go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so yeah, so it was it was it was fun times. Um more reasons to add to the why I hate Jared list. Woo! Um it's, it's getting quite long at this point. Called my wife a dolphin. <laughs> uh, oh my god, it's wrapped around and Jared's throwing a nuke at us. <laughs> <laughs> I randomly thought about that this morning and I had a good laugh about it. You should just add in an explosion sound to end the <laughs> podcast. Okay, uh, Nick, so, as the, the, the promised knowledge. Yeah. Speaking of uh, short fuses and hopefully even shorter lifespans, don't be an end cap. End cap. Meaning anarcho-capitalist. How do those concepts even go together? <laughs> well, you see, they are just corporate fascists. Um, the European New Car Assessment Program? Yeah, that's it. That was exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, NCAP, a proposal to build golf courses and homes on remediated landfills in the New Jersey Meadowlands. Sure. Also, what he was definitely talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll we'll, we'll follow up on this one next time. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>